T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to Hancock and Kelly. Sponsored by Insperity. HR that makes a difference. On News Radio 1120, KMOX. Monday, Monday. Oh, I hate this day like Sean Michael Lyons. Uh, Lyles. Oh, one of the great news Sean Michael, all time. you'll know the answer to this question. Yeah. Are we in standard time right now or are we in daylight savings time? Uh, we are currently. Hold on a second. Uh, we are in uh, daylight savings time. Daylight saving time. Daylight DST, saving time. We yeah. like to call that. Yeah. And, and the and the push, which by the way I'm for, is for us to stay at this time. Three sixty five. Why we go monkeying around with the clocks is beyond me. Well, it's not I think right. it has to do with the, there being no sunlight in the morning well, it in the winter up time. Everything. No, it it, it has to do with uh, pre- uh, pre- preserving fuel to win World War One. Really? Yeah, and we did win, by the way. Well, I did yeah. know yeah. that. Yeah. We got in late. Yeah, we did. But you know, when you say that, well, why don't we just keep it the way it is? Well, that's easy to say now, but when you say that in July, when you know everything's askew, or more so, actually, when you say that. Uh, you know, in the winter time when the the sun is uh, going down uh, and you're not even done with uh, yeah, you know the afternoon. Yeah, it's like you're break. living in Alaska. Yeah, well, yeah, I understand. But what they do is they roll the clock back. I, I thought like that it. was so there'd be sunlight in the morning. I don't like. I you know I go to bed. No, it's sunlight in the afternoon. In the That's afternoon. yeah. They want I, I want to go to bed at when I go to bed, and I want to wake up when I wake up, and I want there to be the same number of hours in between those two events every day. Yeah, they used to mess, they messed with that uh, but way back in the early 70s, and uh-huh. they had children going to school in the dark. See there? So the reason we have you in yeah. is, number one, you know everything. He and does. You just He's answered that question for us. It's incredible. We walk out of here, and you said, hey, fellas, uh, I know Yakov Smirnoff. I used to. I used to know, yeah. yeah. How, how do you know Yakov Smirnoff? Well, he... Uh, <laughs> He had a special on television that I helped him with. Uh, he he did a show at uh, at Washington State University, and I, oh. I ran radio stations there, not uh-huh. at the school, but the You're commercial stations. Uh-huh. And uh, and so you know, I introduced him, and then uh, I took him, uh, him and his uh, his uh, writer, uh, my wife, and I took him out to dinner. You know, uh-huh. wow. and and he he was saying that he was going to be doing a, um, a television special, Yakov Smirnoff from Moscow, Idaho. Which is right next door. So we go. took him over there. We helped him find the theater to to do it in. 
uh, to to record the show in. So we went around Moscow. And was all this that. like a like an HBO special? Back yeah, then? it was. Yeah. A, I think it was an HBO. Yeah. A, well, one of those. Yeah. I think I think that's all there was back then. Yeah, right. Uh, this was like thirty years ago. Oh, well, in the eighties, probably. Uh, it was. Uh, yeah, it was about nineteen ninety. I think it was nineteen ninety. When, when you were just hanging out with him as normal people, yeah. and he wasn't performing, does he have that accent? Yes. Yeah. Well, well he's, he's from Russia. He's, well, he's I from understand, Russia. but he's a lot Odessa, of people. Yeah. I mean, he's been doing the same stick. For forty years now, yeah, and he, may sound, he, he may sound like an American now. No, no, no. That's well, how actually, talk. it was kind of funny because sometimes when he would call me, you know, because we were working on details, and he'd be in Los Angeles, and he would call me, and he would use his American accent, Ooh. and I'd say, "Oh, hi, Yakov, how are you doing?" And he goes, "Oh, the heck with you," you know. <laughs> yeah, that's not actually what he said, but uh, you, must, <laughs> you must have lived a fascinating life. So you're you're out there in Washington. I'm still, State. I still am, by the way. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> And how'd you get to St. Louis? Uh, by car? No. <laughs> no, I, I I probably shouldn't say this. I'm a disc jockey. I'm a program director. I'm oh, a morning guy, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and back then I was, you know, a program director of a top 40 radio station and yeah. uh, and a, a news talk station. Yeah. And, you know, and that's that's what I... Could you hit the posts? Yeah, oh yeah. Hey, we're trying to tell you live here. Blah, blah, blah. Here comes the Beatles. Blah, uh, blah, blah. You wouldn't work for me. No. <laughs> no. But that's what they all sound like back no, in the no, day. No, all right, they? so no, top 40 radio station. Oh, mm-hmm. Let's oh, yeah. get into your sweet spot of music. All oh, right. my sweet spot. Well, it's yeah. changed. I, most of my career, uh, for twenty five years, I was hire me. I was a I was a <laughs> voting member of the alone. Country Music Association. Oh, oh, oh wow. so a lot of CMA stuff. Yeah, you know you uh, and and uh, my sweet spot is actually because of that is uh, country music from the. Uh, Really, the seventies uh, through the nineties. So you're talking Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard. Yeah, that's where it begins. Yeah. I never met those people, but Clint everybody. Black. Oh, yeah, yeah. certainly met Clint Travis Black. Tritt? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Pretty Garth much. Brooks. Yes, oh. uh, I used to talk. I, I used to talk to Garth Brooks uh, uh, occasionally. Really? Yeah. He'd call into the show. Guy. He's talked. To- oh yeah, yeah. It was, he's great because he called <laughs> in. Now when Garth Brooks calls a show, you talk. You take the and you talk. It's like having Sean Michael. And in so we were we were. We were doing a morning show, you know, and this was like the seven o'clock hour, which is the critical hour yeah. in the morning show. And we talked for, I don't know, it was a half an hour. You and Garth. Yeah. Well, me and Garth and my, my morning show partner. Right. Yeah. We just were shooting the breeze. Talking about his hat and stuff. Well, about his, he had a new show is when he came, he came out of retirement. Oh, wow. And so he was touring and, and so, yeah, we talked to him. What and, station was this? How about this This guy? was in Northern Arizona. I was like, you guys, that was, he was a big deal then, right? Yeah. I mean, well, to be I getting ta- him to call you in. Yeah, but I, but he was, he was that kind of guy. This he, might he talked be, to anybody. This really? might be yeah. the most fascinating man ever to set foot at the voice of St. Louis. KMOX. Uh, Talking about Shawn Michael Lyle. Well, that's because I'm not from here, so right. I, the things I have to say are things that you haven't heard a hundred yeah, times no. before. Yeah, no. I mean, it's remarkable. And yeah. I mean, you do such a great job with the news, and people hear you deliver the news. you got a great voice, and uh, you obviously know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but you're a fascinating guy. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My wife thinks so. <laughs> so do you kids? Do you and your wife have kids? No, no, we never no had kids. kids. No kids. No kids. Huh. Been, so, I've been married since yeah, I was... Well, uh, my entire adult life plus one year. So you know what that means. <laughs> he gets retired early. Loaded. He's yeah. loaded. I mean, no, this guy. <laughs> I don't get loaded. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean. no, he's talking about cash. <laughs> yeah. You don't you haven't had to pay for kids. I don't get loaded kids. that way either. Oh, but but the, the Yakov Smirnoff thing. Yeah. One more thing is yeah. that at the um, 
you can uh, Google the trailer, and it's Yakov Smirnov. That's not really his name. He took that from the, the liquor, which, right. by the way, is made in Illinois. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, Yakov Smirnov, a Moscow, from Moscow, dot, 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 Idaho. Yeah. And, at the be- and the trailer will show the beginning of the show, which are these people standing in line in the snow and everything. And if you look at that, and it kind of goes along, you'll see a man and a woman turn and look back. That's my That's wife That's you and, and your wife. Yep. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, but you wouldn't recognize me because my if hair was If we ran into him, if he were in St. Louis, he came in here, would he know who you were? I would have, you know, if I told him about, you remember back when, he would, yeah. he would remember at some point. Well, I mean, this was a big turning point in his career. $5,000 check I handed him back. No, he ain't going to remember you. Yeah, see, he would remember. He ain't going to remember you, All we did was buy him pizza. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, but my wife my wife said something to him that really stuck with him, that he really liked, and because we were talking about comedy, and she said, well, well, you know, all comedy is, is your expectation violated. Ooh. Ooh. That's what he said. That's very deep. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, wow, that is so how, right. Well, how, Michael over here has been violating people for years. Stop so it. Must no, be I haven't. Yeah, I'm about to violate you, buddy. <laughs> hey, uh, Sean, how long you been living in St. Louis now? Uh, about a year and a half. You like it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I live right downtown, so it's really, yeah. You know, it's a classic American Have you city. found your favorite restaurants? Oh, well, you know, because of COVID, and this is the funny thing about moving to St. Louis, what we did. It's, yeah. We say it's it's like getting to know, being introduced to somebody when they're asleep. Right. Uh, you know, and that's the problem with COVID. So so you've never been to a Cardinal game, right? Oh, yeah. We've been to home and away. Oh, oh really? Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I've been to a lot of... Oh, actually, my first Cardinal game uh-huh. <laughs> was when I was a little kid. Not here. Oh, okay. Candlestick Park, Juan, Juan Marichal against Bob Gibson. Nice. My that word. Been, that was my first that baseball game. That would have been 1973 No, no, no. That was four. like 68. Oh, way early. Yeah, way oh, early. They were both in their did farm ever, then. Did you yeah. ever collect baseball cards? Yes, yeah, I did. Did you ever have an Nolan Ryan rookie card? Yeah, I did. No, I did not. Would I, you have sold it for 20 bucks? Yeah, I did. Uh, no, I... I had a I had a Roberto Clemente card. Yeah, uh, it wasn't rookie or anything like yeah. that. And I think I used it for the uh, the bicycle. Right, that's yeah. what I was talking about. Yeah. You put him in your bicycle. There was yeah. the one Roberto Clemente card where he's standing there and he's like tossing a ball up in the air. I mean, there's no act, you know, just mm-hmm. a weird looking. But anyway, yeah, but yeah, yeah. and uh, so I didn't care about that. And when we when we went to see the uh, the Pirates, I. I, I didn't care that Roberto Clemente was playing. All I cared about was Willie Stargell. Was oh, there. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, Pops. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, all of our lives are just a bit richer now uh, well, for having spent these last few minutes with Sean Thanks Michael Lyle, the voice of the news here at night on KMOX. Sean, thank you so much. Well, thank you. When we come back, what's trending, Michael? Visiting with Braxton Payne. Listen to this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Every week you 
this time, we'll check in with our good buddy Braxton Payne. Herve Velichez. Herve Velichez? I don't even know who he is. He was, you know, the fantasy island, Deplane. Oh, Deplane. Deplane. Who was the old man on that show? uh, Ricardo Montalban. So, Braxton Payne joins us now. Brax, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing good. So, let me just set the stage here. So, Braxton often makes fun of you and I for being old. Boomers. Uh, Yeah, boomers is the word that uh, was used last (laughs) week. And so we just decided that maybe Braxton can help make us a a bit more hip by talking about what's trending in our world. All right. And so I I like this because, you know, Braxton's the reason I know about the Oculus. Remember the the thing you played at my office? That's the the thing that's got eight eight legs? No, you no, that's an octopus. (laughs) This is the glasses you had on and you were playing golf and you were like, oh my gosh, look at me. It's the octopus. I I had it I had it on. Yeah. And so you got it's amazing, PJ. You you got the you got you put the goggles on there and they give you a little golf club in your hand and as far as the eye can see, you're on a golf course. It's in, it's incredible. The ball's right there. And, and John you got playing. The trees I have videos of him playing. Uh, uh, the, I'll the, show it to the, you. The greens on down the road there. Yeah. And it's you a just, shame we don't have a whoosh, television component whoosh, for this. Just like that. <laughs> and, whoosh, and there it was. <laughs> and there's my ball soaring into the air. Uh, <laughs> it sounded just yards. like that, Braxton. 200 yards. <laughs> 300 so, yards. Braxton, uh, we taught the old man how to play the Oculus. Yeah. Let's teach him some other stuff. Let's go. What's trending? Yeah. So I was I was figured I would let you guys pick the the topic. I got three here. We all got right. uh, what's trending on Twitter. You know, I like to look at Twitter. I think we all are, are Twitter watchers. Some of us tweet. I know John and I do every so often. Never so not often. so much. Of, not so much about politics, but right. about other things that we like. Yep. Uh, so the three topics we got it's it's race week and Formula One. Uh, oh. It's three one four day. Mm-hmm. And uh, Russian protests are on state okay. TV. These were the top trending I, things today. I want to pick the first one. I'm sick of okay. 314 Day. It's great. It's all that, but it's totally blown up. And it's almost so, over. Yeah, and it's almost over. And I'm obsessed with F1 racing. And you're right. It's the start of the season. What's trending with F1? Yeah, so so this is the first week. Uh, the, the Bahrain Grand Prix is going to start this weekend. And Where's John Bahrain? Just- Does anybody know? It's in the Middle, Middle East. East. Middle East, okay. Bless you, John yeah. Hancock. <laughs> so, so what I think it's really exciting this week is, you know, well, Formula One is one of the most watched sports in the entire world. I mean, just to compare to the NFL Super Bowl, there was about 112 million people that watched the Super Bowl. The last race of Formula One last year had 450 million people that tuned in. Just the last the race? Live. Just the last yeah, race. It's a truly wide worldwide sport. That's more than watch snooker. Right. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they average about seventy million viewers per race, and they had like about one hundred and sixty billion people Dang. watched it live uh, their entire season. What's last the big year. deal? Oh, well, uh, number one, I think a lot of things. It's been a been a sport for forever. Um, it's been really popular in Europe um, as well as South America over the years. And I think what's going on now is you see we have there's a new uh, television show, not new. It's four years old called a drive to survive on netflix that i think has gotten it into more households obviously netflix one of the biggest uh platforms to stream things on not only in the united states but across the world and you're seeing that many more americans including myself and michael have gotten into it because of the show but they've also done what a lot of the other markets or a lot of other sports have done and expanded into asia 
and into the Middle East where yeah. there is a lot of money and a lot of people. Yeah, and what I like about Drive to Survive, they, what they've done, I mean, I'd, I'd like your take on it, Braxton, but first of all, it, 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 it has a lot of what you, people want to see. It's got pretty people, you know, the, the guys who drive mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the fans who go there, yeah. they're pretty. Yeah. There's money because, I mean, mm-hmm. this is the most expensive sport in the world, and there are scenic places around the globe. And so then they put that together, and it's like a soap opera, right, Brax? Yeah, I mean, and, uh, John, I don't know if you've ever seen a 30 for 30 on ESPN or I something have. like that. Yeah. It has a very similar feel. You know, it's not just talking about racing. You know, I was never technically a race fan. I'm not a fan of NASCAR. But once you get to know the stories behind each of the riders, because I follow each of, the, each of the drivers throughout the entire year, and you get to know them personally, but it's just like baseball. They have, you know, a team captain, essentially a manager, uh, a principal, however they want to frame it. But they're also part of the story, and it's a billion-dollar industry, and it's kind of you know described as the billionaire's playground. Of yeah. Sports. So are there are there like owners? The, the owners own teams, that sort of thing. Yeah. So there's a lot of investors. Um, there's obviously you know people that are super rich that own majority stakes in teams, and then there's companies that have it like Ferrari, McLaren, uh, Mercedes. But I mean, this is a sponsorship-driven sport, so. Each, like even if you ride for, let's say, a Ferrari team, you're going to have, you know, sponsorships from, you know, a hotel company. McLaren has Hilton Hotels, for example, and they have, you know, on their arms six or seven sponsors because it right. is so much money driven and it's so expensive but, to make one of these cars. Yeah, but it's, each, the, it's the big sponsors, right, Bex? It's McDonald's, it's American Express, it's not Bob's Heating and Cooling, you know? <laughs> exactly. And, and one of the things, too, I mean, it, it's not just, you know, the two riders and, and the, the principal, the guy that manages the team, you know, on these shows you're seeing that, I mean, there have six or seven PR people for each rider. Wow. Um, the people that build the, they do this year round, they build the two cars. I mean, it's a staff of sometimes depending on the team upwards of three to 4,000 people that build just these two cars. So they're building their own cars. Yeah. They have to build the car. Huh. It's a, yeah, they don't but, even call it a car. They call it a machine though. Yeah. So, Brax, who is the best Formula One racer out there right now? Yeah, so uh, last year, Max Verstappen, he races for Red Bull. He won, um, in my opinion, a pretty controversial last race, the one that had 450 million people. He beat Lewis Hamilton, and Lewis Hamilton is usually known around the world. He's uh, a British racer. as kind of the fan favorite. Um, He definitely has a big Twitter presence. This week, actually, he just announced that He's going to hyphenate his last name to include his mother's maiden name, so oh, her legend lives, lives on through him. What? Um, I go. hadn't heard that. Yeah, so he's uh, yeah he's going to Do hyphen. You, I don't know how to pronounce. Have you ever seen his. this guy, bro, uh, uh, John? No. He's a black dude. He's yeah. really a handsome fella. Yeah. Small guy. Yeah. Uh, I think he may be the highest paid athlete in the world. Yeah, and oh, Max Verstappen, the guy that won last year, um, actually just signed a 40 million euro, which is probably around, what, 53, 54 right, yeah. million dollar yeah. deal. Um, Where's he just from? Just recently. He is from uh, the Netherlands. Of course. Yeah, he's Dutch. Yeah. Well, if you know what they say, if you ain't Dutch, you, you, you ain't much. <laughs> I did not know that yeah, that's, what that's, that's what they say. That's what they say. All right, let's get one other what's trending. We've already talked 314. What's going on in Russia? Besides yeah, a war? So, I, so, so one of the things that I saw on Twitter, you know, it was on the national trending page today is in Russian state media, one of the women uh, she was reporting, it's like Russian national television one, 
um, which is run by the Russian government, was ending her broadcast and a protester, um, I guess, snuck on set with a sign and was behind her and said, no war. This is propaganda that they're lying to you on national television. Um, and it's the most watched nightly newscast in Russia. So this yeah, would be like night. Lester Holt having somebody running around behind him with a sign? Exactly. Oh so it, they don't, there hasn't been reported on how she got in, um, but she apparently has been arrested. So yeah, I wonder if she's still alive. Exactly what's going to happen to her. And I was thinking about the comparison to what we have in the United States. Is a lot of times like these, you know, we have Facebook, Twitter, and, you know, Instagram, and sometimes they ban people, and they use it as like a – uh, I guess a badge of honor, but in Russia, you're actually getting locked up yeah. for uh, dissenting against the media. Well, and it's been thousands of people. You know, it's kind of remarkable, actually, uh, that uh, enough people in Russia and they they find access to other news sources. I mean, the the online world is what it is, and there's been thousands of Russian citizens have been protesting the war in the streets, knowing full well that it's going to result in their imprisonment. And um, and they've done it anyway. That's one of the interesting things to keep an eye on throughout the course of this ridiculous war in Ukraine is whether the Russian people have had enough. And I guess, you know, we'll have to have to keep tuned in to see what happens. And I think one of the things, too, that I think it's, it's I'm finding interesting is, you know, obviously we're living through a generational war that first time where. I think social media is, is so much more prevalent than, you know, even la- the last Iraq invasion. Um, and you have a country in Ukraine and Russia that, you know, English may not be their first language, but many of the people are online. The, the president of Ukraine obviously can speak uh, fluent English. Yep. So you're seeing it in live time, a real war. And I think it's really changing opinions on uh, you know, in live time about not only in their countries, but also around the world. I think you, there's a pressure from world leaders to do more because um, a lot of times they're viewed as, you know, they're just like, you know, so-and-so down the street. They they understand they, they're speaking my language. They're speaking on Twitter. So they're understanding it. And I think that's something that's really going to change the lifetime of this war is because of the instant information that we're able to gain. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, Braxton Payne, what's trending? Thank you so much for your time this time. Until next time. I will talk to you all soon. All right. See you, pal. Hey, when we come back. i got to talk to you about charities. All right, let's do it. I've got an issue. All right. I need some help. All right, I'm here to help. Listen. But people uh, like celebrity-wise that just, like, irritate you. Yeah. Like when you see them, you just immediately are like, ugh. ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kanye West is becoming that way for me, although, you know, I don't really care much about Kanye West. But Sean Hannity's one of those guys. You don't like Sean Hannity? Uh -uh. I bet I could come up with a couple that you don't like. Nah, I don't. I like everybody. You know, Barbara Streisand. Yeah, not a fan. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm a. Rachel Maddow. Uh, Yeah, no, not a fan. Exactly. Uh uh. So listen to this. The way she's got that crooked thing when she talks out of her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, they'll, I, yeah. Well, but Sean Hannity, just what comes out of his mouth is what annoys me. You know? I understand. Yeah, he's he's crazy. But so here's the deal. Yes, here's the I'm deal. I'm in the automobile the other day. All right. And there is an advertisement for a charity that I know nothing about. Okay. Okay. All right. 
and it's being advertised by Sean Hannity. Okay. So I immediately process in my own head. There's no way I'd ever give a dollar to that charity that because Sean Hannity give a dollar to yeah. Sean Hannity's charity. Yeah, huh. because Sean, well, well, he well, it wasn't his charity. It is a national charity. All I googled right. it. Right. It's not a political deal. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, it it truly does do good stuff. And does it now? Yeah. What but, was it? What was it? Huh? What was it? Seven cars for kids. The most annoying commercial in the history of commercials. Yeah. No. And, and, and it was being done by Sean Hannity, and I immediately yeah. thought to myself. Simply because he's a part of it. Yeah. Even if I had five dollars to give away, yeah. I'm not giving that five dollars to that charity. Yeah, that charity has not got the best reputation. Oh, really? There. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but are there are not a lot of the proceeds from the cars for kids are getting to okay. kids? But you're a dog guy, right? I love dogs. Right, Stray Rescue for it. Right, Stray Rescue's great. They're doing great work here. For it. If Barbara Streisand was doing a commercial for Stray Rescue... I'm fine with it. That wouldn't irritate you. No. Really? No. If she's doing a, a commercial for the American Humane... The Humane Society U.S., not the Missouri Humane Society, but the Humane Society U.S., yeah. a left-wing anti-organization, then I would what, What's your problem with the Humane Society? Of the U.S. Of the U.S.? Yes. What's the difference? They are radical animal... Activists. They don't think you should eat birds or fish or, I mean, they are. Well, we're animals ourselves. We're supposed to eat. They make PETA look mainstream, these people. I mean, they're terrible. Their goal is to eliminate U.S. agriculture. Why do they care? Because that's that's their deal. Yeah. I got to tell you, I wish I didn't eat animals. But but I would hope I'm not going to be one of those people that. Because, like, if I ever gave up meat, yeah, like, and I just went to, what do they call that, a For vegan Lent. diet? You, you, a vegan diet. I've done it in the past, uh, yes. <laughs> but I, I'm not doing any well I, on anything right now, brother. Look you, at me. How you coming on Lent? I'm not doing well, brother. <laughs> you got to find something you can give up for Lent. Well, listen, uh, I... I, I I am at a point right now where I either have to get it under control or I have to sign up to become a wrestler at the chase. Wow. <laughs> you know, off the top rope, make the you whole, know, the uh, whole you, thing I've move. seen you. I have seen you muster the intestinal fortitude before. I know. And and lose. I mean, you lost a lot of weight. I've lost 40, 50 four pounds. Years ago. Yeah. Uh, the eating, the diet, the exercise, the discipline. I've right. seen it. And I, then when I, you and I go play pool, yeah. I don't have a, I can't have a pretzel anymore. No, yeah, yeah. Can't enjoy a nice little soda with you on a weekend no, no, when we're relaxing. No, no Got to give that up. Yep, yep. And I, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of yeah. at a place now where I'm gonna get it under control. Oh yeah, I'm going to. Gotta but happen. I gotta, I gotta live too. You do. Yeah. But what, how are you losing weight? I'm not. And so, <laughs> you know, what what I try to do is uh, I try and take it easy on Mondays and Tuesdays. Do you? Mm-hmm. So no fast food on Mondays and Tuesdays? Yeah, no, no. What we eat tonight? Uh, I had a pizza tonight. <laughs> and then... And it's Monday? It's Monday. So yeah. that was taking it easy? Well, yeah, because I only had like four pieces. And then, <laughs> so so by Wednesday and Thursday, you kind of start, you know, living a little bit. Maybe you have a roast beef sandwich for lunch. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> you like turkey breast? I didn't make myself a <laughs> grilled ham and cheese <laughs> for lunch today. How was that? Uh, it was delicious. And so my Monday has not gone as planned, yeah. I think we would say. Uh, and you, then, you know, by the weekend, you kind of, you know, you're kind of letting, lighten up out there. So, but here's what happens when I go on uh-huh. my weight loss stuff. Yeah. All right. And I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. But I, I usually wake up and work out first thing. That's good for you. That's good. That's good for you. Then I have a protein shake. 
protein it's like shake. eating uh, like a frozen malt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just I just blend it in the uh, little... Protein, uh, you got the little, uh, you know, green kale or whatever the crap you put in there, yeah. Right. Then I usually have a turkey sandwich for lunch. A turkey sandwich. Some nuts in the afternoon. Now, on wheat bread, I, I'm guessing. Wheat bread, yeah. 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 And then uh-huh. chicken and vegetables at nighttime. Some nuts. And like if chicken. you do that, yeah, and you do that for like three months straight and yeah. you work out every day, yeah. you're going to lose a ton of weight. But how much fun is that? Not fun at all. Yeah, there's no there's no cold beer in there. Oh, there's no ice cream. Oh, there's no snacking between meals. Oh. There's no chips. Chips. No chips. Oh, you gotta have chips. No if pizza. You, what are you gonna eat with a turkey sandwich? So on a Monday chip. night when we're coming to do our show, I gotta be like, hey John, I'm gonna sit over here and eat my frozen chicken breast. You ever buy that Dean's French onion dip? No. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, see, we used to make onion dip when we were kids because we would get the sour cream. Yes. And then you buy the 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 packets and you whip it all together. Oh, and it was so salty and so good. You put that chip in there. What was that packet called? You gotta have. It was like a French onion soup, right? Yeah. Probably French onion soup, but you got you gotta have the the chips that'll stand up to it. You know, some of these little flimsy chips they're selling these days, no good. Uh, yeah, you gotta have a chip that's got you know the I like the some ruffles. heft, yes, some heft because you want the chip to go into the dip and come out unscathed with a dip on the chip and you put the chip in your mouth and that is that is living and 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 how anyone would want to deny an American citizen of that experience of yeah. dipping that chip in that dip. Now I don't know mm. how this chip would be in that dip. Yeah, the the French onions, yeah. but the, the oh, most durable chip out there the to baked, me is Doritos. It, oh yeah. Doritos, or not Doritos, what are they called? Fritos. 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 You know, they're kind of yeah, yeah, thick. Yeah, the corn, yeah, that's no good. Yeah, they're very thick. <coughs> Doritos, yeah, you, you, well, like they already scoop. got flavor on them. You don't need to no, dip right. it into something. That's so right. you got to go with just a regular chip. Yeah, and I don't... Ruffles know, and med. The, the Dorito doesn't do it for me like it used to. I don't know if they've changed the stuff they sprinkle on there, or maybe they had to get the toxic stuff out. Have you ever yeah. had knockoff Doritos like the... Yeah. The store brand? Yeah. They're no good. Yeah, no, no. Knock off anything is. No, but, but Well, it, what about the knockoff Oreos, the Hydrox? Have you had those before? Oh, I've had many a time. I don't like those either. They're not bad. But Oreos better. Yeah, I mean, you can, you, you know, you can enjoy a Hydrox just fine. Can you? If you're dipping it into the milk. The whole key to the Oreo, Ooh. Kelly. No, I don't it, drink. You got to go, you no. got to go three quarters, I just to the, your fingertip. You go three quarters of the way into the milk and you let it sit there for a Approximately 6.5 seconds. Yeah. Then you pull that sucker out of the milk. It's soft. Uh-huh. Mm. And you still got the little crunchy part at the very back. That is the perfect way so, to enjoy I guess. Oreo cookie. Listen, I am addicted to ice cream. So look, I could eat, if you put a gallon of ice cream in here right now, I could eat it by the time we got out you of here. You ever put ice cream in your coffee in the morning? I've done that before, yeah. Uh, I do that on But occasion. at the end of the day, I cannot drink milk because I can't sit there and think I am drinking the breast milk of a mammal. It's a cow. It's milk. No, it's a mammal. There's nothing wrong Just with that. Just like you and I, I'm drinking milk. I, I want to know them. where they get these 2% cows out there. Well, So you, you got these cows, you know. Well, they do a DNA test they're, they're, on them. They're squirting 23 out of the, and me. And, and I they find out if they got 2% cow on them. <laughs> some of the cows are putting out 2% milk, and some of the cows are putting out vitamin D milk. And then you got the milk. skim cows. What's going on with what that? What about the lactose-free cows? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. I don't like milk. I like milk. Yeah. With lasagna. Ooh. You know, what? milk is supposed to be good when you eat something like really... You got a sp- problem with that, PJ? <laughs> it sounds nasty, doesn't it? What, with the lasagna? Did your mother used to force you to drink your milk at the table no, when you were a kid? I, I, 
does four three six seven nine hundred one eight hundred nine? I can't believe you don't like milk with lasagna. I don't like milk. Period. But milk with pasta? Oh my gosh! Milk with pasta with lasagna or or spaghetti for that matter. It's perfect. No. Oh come on! No, you eat milk with like cereal. Yeah, yeah, and you, pasta. No, you don't eat milk with, with pasta. With lasagna. But you're we're in a pasta town, buddy. Yeah. People don't eat milk with pasta. Well, I'm sure they do. 314-436-7900. Prove me right. 925-1120. Or we won't take 11, your call. We'll be back. I can't think of one like main course dish out there that I would drink milk with. Lasagna. That's nasty. Spaghetti. That's pasta, John. What's the matter with you? Let's go to the phone lines. John, you're on KMOX. John? Well, John, he's True Italians drink wine with their pasta. Oh, that's right. Yeah, excellent point. Have you ever heard of anybody drinking milk with their pasta? My kids. Your kids. Uh-huh. Did you force them to do that? No. No. And Hydrox was around long before Oreos. Long before. Oreos, Oreos has milk chocolate in them. Yeah. Hydrox don't. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why the Oreos are better, huh? Yes. The milk chocolate. Hydrox were around before yeah, Oreos? They, where were you? I uh, thought they were knockoffs. They saved, they saved sunshine from going sunshine from going under to Nabisco. John, how do you know all this stuff about food? He's incredible, this guy. Food that the food that made America. Yeah. On Discovery Channel every Sunday night. Yeah, wow. you watch that, huh? Or History Channel every Sunday night. It's great. John, what's your favorite restaurant in St. Louis? What's my favorite restaurant in St. Louis? Bartolinos. They love Bartolinos. Yeah, we yeah. have their pizza. Yeah. Occasionally, you and I have had we that have down here. That. John, thank you for calling in. Thank you for the uh, wine suggestion. Are, are you a cab man or a Merlot guy? A what? Cabernet or Merlot? Merlot. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, then. All right, John, thank you so much. Appreciate that. I'm still saying, Michael. Yes. That, so there's something, you know, the pasta. You got the pasta, you got the beef, and you got the cheese all going on there. Yeah, you don't drink and, milk And with you that. get thirsty eating that stuff. Uh-huh. And there is nothing. You can't pound a glass of wine. You can't, like, go, 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 glass go, 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 glass of wine. You can do water, yeah. yeah. But there's club milk. Soda, maybe? Milk. You can go, 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 you know, milk like that. And when you're eating pasta, it is the perfect beverage. Ugh. That is nasty. Well, I'm, I'm sorry for you because you missed out, and you've obviously never tried How it. many glasses of milk do you think you drink in a week? Depends if I have lasagna. If so I, you only drink milk when you eat lasagna. And, and, and spaghetti. Have you ever talked to your therapist about this? And not about this. The, no. the, there has to be some connection to only drinking milk with pasta. No. It, 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 it's it, it, Was it imprinted in you in childhood? No. It just, it just goes Perfectly with it. I mean, uh, perfectly. Perfect. And at Lee. And uh, <laughs> I don't care whether it's homemade lasagna. You, sometimes you get the Stouffer's lasagna. You've had that. And uh, No, I've not had Stouffer's The Stouffer's family-sized lasagna from the Super... Huh. Uh, I, you know, sometimes I don't even know you. Well, listen, uh, I'm one of six kids. Uh-huh. Well, you know how they fed us? <laughs> they had to buy in bulk, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they just throw it out there, and that's the reason I, you know, am big now. I'm finally able to beat every people to the food. <laughs> what is your go-to dinner? I mean, if you so – let's say you're on death row, and uh, oh. they're going to give you the big shot in the morning, and um, okay. so you get your final meal. Okay. What's it going to be? All right. 
I'm going to stick with the Bartolinos. I would probably okay. get either a Bartolinos or a Pio's pizza. A pizza. Pio's in St. Charles. Last meal. Bartolino. Oh no, I got more. Okay. Um, I'd like uh, as a side dish, I'd like a, a white pasta. Yeah. A little, uh, maybe like a little uh, cavatelli mm, noodle yes, with yes, um, yes. Alfredo sauce. That's the one that looks like a little shell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, like I'd like, I'd like, uh, you ever not- mix the red pasta with the white pasta? Well, what do they call that? They call it red and white pasta. No, I don't ever do that. I don't no. ever mix pastas. Yeah, okay. Uh, I would probably do a St. Louis style salad, you know, the old pasta house salad yeah, type bad. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then for dessert, ice cream. Ice, ice cream. cream. Straight up. Yeah, straight ice cream. Okay. No Any appetizer flavor. for your last meal. Uh, well, I'll tell you, sticking with the Italian theme, I'd probably go to Lombardo's and get the uh, calzone, oh. which is essentially a pizza. Right. What's your death row meal? Well, so if they're going to give me the shot in the morning because I've done something horribly wrong, mm-hmm. which, of course, we all know would never happen. Oh. Um, you don't like to talk. But um, so I would I would start off with an order of the calamari fritti. What's um, fritti mean? Uh, it's calamari, fried. Oh, okay. And uh, you got the red sauce there, and you dip that in. And it's got to be lightly breaded, the calamari, kind of like they do it at Palmano's. Oh, yeah. And so I'd have a little of that, <clears throat> a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And uh, or maybe I'd have milk. A co- maybe, I'd have some milk. maybe I'd have a cocktail first, and then a yeah. cocktail because they're going to give me the shot in the morning. Yeah, you're gonna, so, might as well get hammered. Yeah, right. And so then I'd I'd, I'd go with the uh, calamari fritti. Uh-huh. At that point, I'd probably bring out the bottle of uh, <clears throat> of cabernet, and I'd, I'd probably go with the. Uh, for uh, some reason, if you're in jail, I bet you're drinking wine out of a box. I'd probably go with the duck horn. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, and let's then, get to and the then I would parts. move into the lobster ravioli, uh-huh. uh, which is a magnificent dish. And you get the lobster and the ravioli and mm-hmm. then the sauce mm-hmm. and you got the wine. And so now I've had two appetizers. Then Does the lobster ravioli come in red sauce or white sauce? It's a, it's a yellowish kind of a sauce. It's okay. garlic. Right. It's got stuff yeah, going garlic. on. Lots of stuff mm-hmm. going on there. And then, uh, then you're going to move into the <clears throat> crab stuffed filet. Oh yes, uh, so you get the fillet, medium rare, uh, stuffed with crab meat. Very good, uh, and I I prefer that actually in the lobster ravioli sauce. I use I use the same sauce on top of that fillet, uh-huh. which is very good. Uh-huh. A side of, of white pasta. Uh-huh. I would go with the fettuccine alfredo. Yeah, Ooh, and then you that. must have a green vegetable if you're going to be enjoying. I'm on my second glass of the duck horn. You into asparagus or broccoli? Uh, I would be going with some steamed spinach Ooh, uh, on the side of that yeah. dog. Ooh. And um, you eat that, and then by the time you get through that, you're forgetting about the fact that you're about to die in the morning. <laughs> and so, and then for dessert, I'm going to dial up the tiramisu. Really? Yeah. And um, I thought you would get what your wife makes for you because I like to say it because you... Or the whitest guy I know, but you suddenly can put a Greek accent on and say... The Spanakopita? Baklava. Oh, the baklava? The baklava. Yeah, baklava is very good. But the if, well, in the thematics, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the term. You ever heard him say uh, Greek words? <laughs> you know, he just sounds like a Hoosier. Baklava. <laughs> <laughs> in the Spanakopita. Can you believe that two hours is already gone? It's hard to believe that uh, we're still here. I bet they're going to have the best of Glover after us. Yeah, it's, it's something big is about to happen. And, and then, then, of course, you got that great program called whatever the heck it's called that comes on after that. And then so. the most important programs to be back here in the morning for Total Information AM with Debbie our buddy Monterey. Debbie Monterey. Yeah. That's Michael, John Hancock. We're done here. I want to thank PJ and, and our new friend Dane. Dane for helping out. See you around the corner.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.